0: My younger self what's your story To my younger self what's your story my younger self to 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 my younger self what's your story to my
1: good morning good morning how is everyone doing it is so wonderful to see you guys it is ah the last week of spring over here so some of us are very very excited um, i.e. me because <laughs> the weather just got nice okay uh, you're welcome to the show the show is to my younger self my name is Zoe Baraka this is a platform where we share stories from our past that will propel us into the future and uh, it's a platform for Africans to uh, made by Africans. Uh, Storytellers are all African. It is just an African incredible platform. We just tell stories and yeah. Anyway, listen, uh, do me a favor. When you come on, I want you to um, just say hello to me. Say what's up? Greet me in your local dialect. I want to hear from you, okay? Um, As we always do, we're always greeting each other from different parts of our the continent Africa. So we're going to go ahead and do that now. First, welcome to all of our viewers on Facebook, on YouTube, and of course, on LinkedIn. We are very grateful that you find time to invest in us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um Where are you watching us from? Baraka? Barakatazwa to you. Sanungu ya zuwayayade. Kakwana Lafia. I really, really hope you slept well. It is wonderful to see you. ken, Yekenken, tumatuma, puduowela. It is wonderful to see you. I just greeted you in Hausa and, of course, in Kosal. Those are normally the very first languages that we kind of just start with. You know what I mean? Uh, and that's the reason for that. <laughs> And so much to you, Wale. If you speak Wale, I just greeted you, of course, in Dagbani Also, ndinao to you. If you speak Eve, and you're from the Volta region of Ghana. I greet you. It, wonderful, wonderful you. it is wonderful, wonderful to see you. Wonderful to see you. I greeted you in different dialects of the Akan language. Thank you so much for joining us. Saw Bonani to you. If you speak Zulu, I know you South Africans are out there, just kind of Pushing your weight behind us every single Wednesday, the numbers will just jump, and you would know the South Africans are awake. to <laughs> you, I just greeted you in Moshi. Another incredible language of my mother that I truly, truly love, okay? So I greet you, I greet you. Te oyo ten, it is wonderful to see you. If you speak ga, Ojko to you, lale to you, to all of you guys at the bottom of Africa in Chad and all the other places around Chad, North Africa, we greet you, we greet you. Intum afet to you, how are you? Salam alaikum. I just greeted you also in Arabic. As we all know, most of Africa is also scattered with a lot of Arabic-speaking people, so we cannot leave them out, can we? Okay, ekaro to you, ekabo, if you speak Yoruba, Nagadef to you, to all of our love-speaking friends, jambo, habari gani, habari, Ya Osubwe, I just greeted you in Swahili, karibu sana to you, kotong, amohelang to you, do you speak sesoto, I am greeting you. It is wonderful to see you to all of our friends who speak BISA, the people of Burkina Faso. We pay homage to you. Thank you for joining us. Kotoli to you. Do you speak for Foldi and are you Fulani? We all know we're one Ghana, right? So I greet you, I greet you. Akei to you. If you speak, uh, Creole. I always like to say eat Creole. I don't know why I need to qualify it, but I do. Bom dia to you. If you speak Portuguese, a lot of Africans actually speak Portuguese. Did you know that? I'm sure you did. Everyone on the show is just absolutely smart. Bonjour to you. Bonjour. Buenas dias. Imaraba to you. It is wonderful, wonderful to see you. For those of you who normally watch the show consistently, you're like, why is Zoe rushing so much today? There's a reason for it. I am excited excited to introduce to you our um, next guest storyteller. That's why I'm Russian. Listen, those of you that are watching us from Jamaica, because I know there's a lot of Jamaican support for our next guest storyteller. Listen, good morning to you. Okay, I tried. I'm trying to get that accent, the Pato accent. It just doesn't work with me. What I want to you guys it is wonderful to see you thank you thank you for joining us uh let's see who is here you're watching us all the way from the french alps it is wonderful to see you juliet oh look at you work allowed you to be great. She's watching us all the way in London. It is wonderful to see you. it to you ma Doris. Anyone who joins us today, especially those of you on Ma Mary's page, um, my journey with autism, please go in there and say hello, hello, hello. We want to hear from you and then tell us where you're watching us from and then greet us in your local dialect. Let me read a little bit about Ma Mary to you. I'm very excited about her. I really, really am. Now we all know her from uh, the Facebook platform. My journey with autism, and she has done an incredible job with uh, Renata. Most of you know her as Nanaya, and uh, all the incredible things uh, she has just kind of had to overcome and come through. Um, today, however, we're here all about the woman behind this incredible feat, okay? And we're going to hear from her. Um, there's so much that has been said about her journey with Nanaya, but to my younger self, is curious about her. Mama Mary. I call her Mama Mary. Um, she runs uh, um, an intensive vocational training and resource center for youths with special needs to impact them with self help skills, guidance in building up their social skills, as well as emotional support to them and their families. And it is called Clicks Africa Ghana. We're going to give you a little detail about that in the clicker area uh, very, very soon so that those of you who are moved to send a love note, a love gift, a donation to Clicks. Africa Foundation, you can just go ahead and do so through that MTN number number that's going to be scrolling through, okay? She is the recipient of a scholarship that offered a place on a program for parents of autistic children at the Autism Treatment Center of uh, of America. Sorry, I am so deeply embedded in Africa. Everything is like Africa in my mind. I apologize. This is America. and not only that, but the knowledge she gained has helped many in Ghana and indeed across the continent. Among her many accolades and awards and achievements, I personally confer on her the title, Mother of Love. Now you have seen her smile, haven't you? I mean, that smile, there is nothing like it. When Ma Mary smiles, you know, it comes from a deep, deep, deep place of resilience, of determination and a penchant for. Or just unflinching, never ever give up kind of spirit. She has a peace that just comes from within. It can only be given by God. Uh, I could go on and on and on. Every time I talk to her, I just feel an upliftment. If I was at a 10, I go to 110. She has a spirit about her that is just so beautiful that can only come from a place. <sighs> I'm gonna stop rambling and just very humbly, very honourably, um, it is my deepest, deepest honour and privilege to introduce you to this platform, um, um, Ma Mary uh, Mary Amoa Kofor, the woman behind Clicks Africa, Ghana. Ma Mary, you are very, very welcome to the show. How are you?
2: I'm doing amazingly oh, well. God, it right. is wonderful so to, see you. Nice. Oh. So nice to see you too
1: oh look at you you look so pretty
2: <laughs> thank you that's the african spirit
1: i know oh my god see i wish i had my rap head on now oh my god uh yes juliet says mother of love that smile with the beautiful dimples what i say what did i say to you guys mama you. over to you listen my job is done you're taking us <laughs> to tell hey. us hey. today
2: <laughs> thank you so much thank you everyone god richly bless you mm-hmm. roy and your team mm-hmm. i just want to say thank you so much mm-hmm for giving me this platform to share my story, Mm. to encourage, to inspire, and to lift somebody up. Mm. Especially if you feel that you've pushed the wall, Mm. you know, you are at your weight ends, Mm. life is not dealing with you the best way you want. Trust me, Mm. being here. Mm. This moment, it's all that matters. Mm. This very moment, we are here. It's all that matters. Mm-hmm. My name is Mary Amwa. Mm-hmm. I come from a very humble background, extremely humble background. Yesterday I was telling somebody my first time of wearing a shoe was when I was in class four. What?
1: <laughs> oh my God.
2: <laughs> yes. Um, when I was in class four, and I remember my first shoe, I mean. I held it so close to me. Now that I'm grown and I'm an adult, and you know you can afford shoes, you just look back and you can understand that saying. When your mom or parents say, "Life is season and timing," mm. go through the process. Iron yourself; you would get there. I think when you are young, you don't understand some of these things. Mm. But even as you grow, as you go through the process, you learn so much. So. I'm, I'm 50 years. I turned 50 oh, this what? year. <laughs> 50. I'm a mother of three. Mm. And I've been married for 34 years.
1: Oh, my God.
2: Yeah. Yes. So, um, you know, I'm married very early, extremely early, even before I finished. School. I think part of it was because I had a very strong character as a child. Mm. And my dad being a traditional ruler was afraid that mm, this daughter of my wheels, I mean, she's not so calm like the others. If I don't tell her early, <laughs> let me marry her off now. <laughs> e- exactly, but you know wow. um thankfully, mm. I I think, you know, and you know, in those days for those of us who come from a very traditional background, in those days when it comes for marriage, you don't have that much say. Ooh. You know, parents, now it, it's completely changed. You know, parents decide and, you know, two families decide before you are aware. Well. So mine was like that. So I'm married to my my dad's longest time friend. His what? Yeah. Oh my God. So that that's just a little bit about me. I'm a teacher by profession. I taught for many years before I, you know, left teaching and that was when God blessed me with a child with disability, as difficult as the word may sound, I, I have to be honest with myself and call it as it is. Mm-hmm. So marriage was okay. Everything was fine, Rosie. I think in my early years, I thought, oh, it was just like what I see in the Nigerian movies, you know. You get married, you work, you get rich, you get children, you rent them, you do what you want, and that's it. Well, my dear, it's absolutely different from what we see in the movies. Mm. So I got married, and we decided um, after marriage that we're going to wait for a little bit of time before we start having children. Mm. One, because we, I was staying with my in-laws, mm. and we stayed with them for four years. Oh, my God. Yes, so that wasn't too good a decision to decide to have children. Two, my husband was still at the university. Mm. I was still at the training college. I had not finished. We were yet to be posted to wherever. Mm. You know, so we needed a bit of funding. Again, I will not advise any young man and young woman listening to me now to do that. No. (laughs) I think it's very important Mm. to make sure that financially you can take care of yourself even Mm -hmm. if not another person Mm -hmm. you can take care of yourself so that you don't have to um depend on another person Mm -hmm. you know but we are fortunate enough to have my my father-in-law you know staying with with him Mm -hmm. he passed away about 19 years ago may so rest in peace yeah, we, we started as a young couple, and trust me, my husband and I have gone through every challenge that life can throw at people. We've gone through it all. And so, after four years, we were able to save some money and rent a place. And I remember the first time we went to our own place. I mean, that feeling. Mm. Of having your own privacy. That means wow. a lot in marriage. Yes. Where was this, Mama Mary?
1: Where was this? I think this was around 1990,
2: 1994, 1995.
1: Wow. Yes. This is this in Accra or another place in Ghana?
2: No, in eastern region, Abri. Wow. Yes. Wow. So hmm. I, I was posted to a village called, now it's not my village, called so. It's no more village. Um, and my husband was also posted to um, I think somewhere around um a in the eastern region. So we'll meet on weekends and then we, you know, like like I said, we'll stay with my in-law. Mm-hmm. So later we we're able to rent a place and then we moved out, and then life started.
1: Oh my god. Yeah.
2: So I had my first son. It was through caesarean section. Mm. Then I had a second one two years after. Again, through caesarean section. Then my husband had the opportunity to go to British Columbia Mm. for his master's. And then he left. So three years after his studies, he came. And then God blessed me with another pregnancy. And I remember very well when I was stood at that hospital that, you know, I was pregnant with Nanaya and that she was a girl. Oh my God, the joy. The joy of
1: it, oh my God. The
2: joy, yes. I, I, I was so excited, I was happy. As soon as I got home on that day, I came straight to Accra in the afternoon to start buying things, you know, everything pink. I bought ribbons on that day, yes. And this was the very day I was told and confirmed it was Mm -hmm. a girl. I bought my ribbons, I bought, you know, the first day baby dresses, the Mm -hmm. pink ones, yes. I bought my baby shawl, and then I got a very nice small suitcase. I still have that suitcase. (laughs) Oh, God. Was it a
1: pink suitcase?
2: (laughs) No, it was a blue one. Very I so with me. Yeah. so wow. I I came back home, I was so excited. Pregnancy was just okay. Mm-hmm. Until about seven months mm-hmm. when I was, you know, I had measles. Mm-hmm. I didn't try it lasted for about four or five days. And I was okay. Then just within the week, mm-hmm. I was supposed to go, you know, to give birth. And um, because I've had previous cesarean sessions, I was told it's best, you know, I opt for the third one as cesarean so that I don't go through vagina bed, yes. which was okay for me. Then I went in. Yeah, came out around, I think, 1.30. Wow. It was the Thursday before Easter Friday. Oh, my God. And this was in 2003. Mm, mm, mm. so I remember that afternoon very well so when I was fully conscious from the cesarean session I asked if I could see my daughter and then they said oh when she came out her color was blue in other words there was lack of oxygen during pregnancy so she was going to be at the intensive care unit I said fine I was wheeled to the ward Mm. I recovered quickly so after two days, I was allowed to see her. She was very tiny, very tiny. I think she weighed 2.1 kilos or something. What? Yeah, she was very tiny. I can't believe she could grow to be this big now. <laughs> so um, I saw her, she was in the incubator. Then I was advised to start expressing the breast milk, mm-hmm. you know, and then they would give it to her through the the, the, the feeding um bottle. Right. So, after 10 days, I was discharged, but she was not discharged. My motherly instance would not allow me to go home without a baby. Mm. So, I said, no. I was going to hang around the hospital until my baby was discharged. I did not go home. Oh, wow. Did not. Yes. So, I stayed for another week. Every morning, I would walk in there, you know, stand by her, look at her through the incubator and all that. So... After about two weeks, I was discharged. We went home, everything was fine. At six months, she started sitting. At eight, nine months, she could hold things and stand up. At one year, she was walking. One year, she was walking. One and a half years, I remember very well, she would say mama. At two years, she could say mama, dada. One sentence that I will never forget. Was menmunsiu. Menmunsiu in Akran means I want water. Water. If. I remember this one very well. So everything was fine. Then, just before my daughter turned three years, I noticed certain behaviors. Mm. The first notable behavior I saw was that she lost the few words that she had. You know, so she'll say, Mama, Dada, man wants your meaning, I want water. All those words, she stopped saying them. Then I started seeing her flapping her arms. Mm. So she'll flap her arms. She'll spin in circles. She'll never get dizzy. She'll never fall down. Wow. Then she'll usually, yes, stare into the ceiling space. You know, I think there's something so... I mean, she was looking at something. You look there, and there's nothing to look at. So she'll just stare at the fan, especially when it starts to spin. Finn. I didn't know anything, and then she started to play by herself. So she, usually, she'll gather all her toys, and she'll just, you know, play with the toys. You dare not touch any. So in other words, she was not sharing any of her toys. Again, as a mother. Nothing, nothing occurred to me that you know something was not right. Wow. Then we, my husband was teaching at at a secondary school. Our next door neighbor was also a teacher, who would pick my daughter up in the morning with his, and mm-hmm. then would send them to the crèche. Now, at four years, this young boy who was at the same age with Nanaya would wave bye bye. who look at you when you speak to him, Mm -hmm. you know, could hold a conversation. I mean, Yeah, Yeah. he was following a lot of instructions. All these things, my child was not doing it, except singing. So she would sing and sing. Again, I, I wasn't so worried. But at four and a half, getting to five, the school started complaining because she was not potty trained, and mm-hmm. then she began to sometimes play with her own feces. So, whenever she eases herself, she'll put her own hand in her diapers, you know, and start sparing the pool. So, this was a worry to the school, and so they started calling us. That made me very worried, you know, why would and you know, in, in, in our setting, who plays with a pool? I mean, no. are you a witch? That's exactly what they'll say. Yes, if if you don't really, if if you have a child on the spectrum and you don't research and educate yourself, some of the symptoms you might believe whatever Whatever charlatans
1: or some high priest or somebody somewhere would
2: say, Wow! So, you know, at five again, my daughter was not potty trained, she was still in diapers. And, and so it was difficult. So we pulled her out finally from the mainstream school. She came home, life was becoming to be difficult. Then it's, she was not sleeping at night. You know, they were setting food. She didn't want to eat. She didn't want tomatoes in her food. She didn't want onions. She would separate that from their sauce. I mean, something was just not right. Again, it never, okay. And I was a teacher a very good one at that you will be a good
1: teacher look at you
2: okay and if i was if if i was that you know i didn't know anything about autism at the Mm. time so at five we did go to hospital oh the doctor said we saw a general pediatrician said oh you're just a worried man enroll again in mainstream school again i got another school that took care in when I walk in every morning and I see four or five-year-olds, you know, at six, former education starts. so at six years, you're supposed to start what we call class one.
1: Yes. At
2: class one, you're supposed to know your numbers, your numerals. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to know your colors. Yeah. You're supposed to know body parts. You're supposed to know your items when you go to school. Mm. These were things that were far away for being achieved with my daughter. So again, I was concerned. I was worried. Then, just before you had turned six, so all the others had gone to class one. She was still at the kindergarten. I went to a Catholic school where I went to, there were Peace Corps volunteers. One of them became a very good friend of mine. Now, when she came to visit in one of the days, this was when you had just turned six.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Zoe, in just minutes of being with us wow. she said Mary is your daughter always like this then I said like what he says I called her she didn't respond she didn't look at me she hardly looks at my face when I call her she's still in her own world doing her own thing I said what do you mean by she's in her own world then she's playing by herself she's spinning and all that they said, well, for some time now, she's been like this. Then I said, have you heard about autism? Zoe, it was my first time of hearing about this word.
1: Oh, my
2: God. Then I said, no. They said, okay, follow me. Let's go to a cafe. We went there. She got an airtime. You know, those days, you need to go to the cafe, get yeah, an airtime. Air yeah. Yeah. Then, then she Googled the word autism. So there was so much information on the internet at wow. the time. She printed this information out, gave to me. Oh my God. And then said, please read about it. The more I read, and saw some of the signs. Some of the signs to yeah was not doing any. Mm. But I could see clearly there were things in there that she was doing the repetitive behaviors, the Mm -hmm. flapping of the arms, the spinning, you know, and and all those things. She's not waving bye-bye. She's not responding to her name. She has very poor eye contact, blah, blah, blah. So some of these things were in the literature. There were others that were not also, you know, she was not doing. So again, we, we just started, you know, going to the pastors, you know. I thought, oh, maybe somebody might have touched my child, somebody who doesn't want me, you know. So my my first point of call, even when I read about it, was to go to the pastors. I will save you that story for another time. (laughs) (laughs) I am I I really wow. Two Mm. of them I'll tell you. One, I was asked to go to an open market after 6 p.m. Yes. At 6 p.m., when I get there, you know, you know the market women, when they sell things in the market, sometimes there are pieces of maybe food, uh, stuff and all that on the ground. I should pick them, bring those things home, cook for my child. What it means spiritually is that if there's any person struggling with my child's destiny, they should release it. Because the Ah. last a person would do is to eat from the ground, you know, the, the background, food on the floor and, you know, on the ground. I did that. The second one, I, no, wait, I... Wait,
1: want, wait, Mary, wait, wait. Wait. What? Yes. What was the biblical point of reference for the,
2: Okay, so let me let me quickly just explain this in T. Probably you could be, put it in a better uh Sebio Sebio Yare for Nini Pan is so and uh Odidi a will Odidi free from Ebianaya to a go like dogs near side of the Sebio Mua and odidi will from. a if a person can lower herself to the extent of eating ya obia um is so you obey you know her destiny it's not struggling with anybody's and so people believe and i'm sure people listening to us who are ghanians you know have heard some of these stories you know and you'll be quiet. that's an adage, you know i'm sure you find a way to explain that yes. for our audience
1: wow yes so what Aunt mary just said was um my cheese is not very good either but basically uh culturally speaking the person who kind of grabs food from the ground um it, when you interpret it is almost as though that person is not fighting with anyone they're not on any pecking order when you look at the pecking order they have kind of no destiny at all and they kind of just you know they're not fighting with anyone and they're the ones that would just go and eat um um on f- take food on the floor and eat you know beggars do it well not beggars here uh but in in africa we have uh, beggars who kind of roam the streets and also in the market spaces they kind of would pick up little pieces on the ground um from the market women after they've done their selling and that's you know so but that was the interpretation of if she gave that kind of food to her daughter, um, Renata, or Nanaya, as we all affectionately call her, anyone who is fighting with her destiny would kind of revert back to that, which makes sense, but also makes no sense because that's not what was... I'm not gonna go there, but wow.
2: Yes, so I, I, I did that. And you know, you cannot you cannot separate spirituality and superstition from the African.
1: You can't. Will. You can't. Oh
2: God. It's inseparable. Okay. It's inseparable. And let me give you another example. Another parent, a friend of mine, right here in Accra, you know, they live in a barracks. And their next door neighbor has just given birth. And you know, they they had the naming ceremony. She went in on the day of the naming ceremony, gave a piece of cloth. It was returned the next morning. And she asked me I said, you have a child with autism. Why would you give me a cloth? Are you trying to transfer what is in your child into my child? Yes. 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 So you see, we are very superstitious people. We are very, very superstitious people. Very superstitious, Well, some of us, some of us, so yeah. even very important, yeah. yeah, And 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 I, I get this a lot from therapists that you know, even as you give parents evidence-based practices, mm. because of their superstitious behaviors, they'll just go home and do something else. So the second one, I was I was giving seven white handkerchiefs, and I was asked every night to bath myself and Anaya with the white handkerchief. In other words, we are cleansing the spirit that is tormenting it. But when we are done, we have to walk back into my bedroom backwards. We succeeded the first day. We succeeded the second day. The third day, we both fell. Mm. And I was just tired. I was just tired. I said, look, you know what? I'm not going to do it again. Mm. So I, I stopped. This is just two of a lot of the things that I, I, I did. You know, Bible says, for lack of knowledge, my my children
1: perish.
2: perish. So I I, I did that then at nine years. So again, you notice that between three, four, five, six, going, I was still in denial. I knew something was not right, but there was no way I was going to accept this. Okay. Now, until about nine years, Yah was not potty trained, and then she started menstruating. Oh now that, was a, that was a double blow. That was a double blow. My child was in diapers. She was not to trained at night. And she started menstruating. The first day I saw the blood, I thought maybe, oh, it was like a, a cut or something. It never occurred to me to even check the pant. And so I looked everywhere and said, where is this blood all over you? Then I checked, there was a blasting panties and she had menstruated. That was what actually said, no, you know, you cannot continue to say nothing is wrong with your child and not do anything. This is it. You just need to do something. At the same time, within one of the years, which was, I think when it was around eight, within a period of one year, we had changed Eight nannies in a year. Mm. Why? Because they come, they were not sleeping at night. I didn't know what was wrong with my child. So I couldn't have.
1: Known, yeah.
2: Yeah, or even prepared them ahead. I couldn't. So they come and, you know, all those. So finally, my husband said, why don't you stop teaching and take care of it? I wouldn't say it was the best decision I took. I still wouldn't say that because it was also sitting at home, a very active, vibrant person Mm -hmm. going all over the place, teaching and and all of a sudden putting your life on a halt for your child. That decision came with depression. Mm. Yes. At the same time, the same year when I stopped working, my mom became bedridden as a result of stroke. And my my mom and myself were very close. So yeah, having the diagnosis, my mom down with stroke and bedridden and having to stop work and going through depression. It was like three blows at the same time to me. And that was difficult. But you know something? I have also noticed that through intense pain, Sometimes pain can push you Ooh. beyond your. I mean, your comfort zone. Pain, sometimes when directed, can push you beyond your comfort zone to really bring the best out of and you. Yourself. Wow! Yes. So around that time, I did invest. You know, the time you know the the tablets and iPads. So I got one, and I quickly signed on to Facebook. Ooh. Then I searched for. Autism groups on Facebook. Oh wow. I, I I saw so many of them and I joined 52 of them. Come on. 52 Did you guys of hear Facebook. that. 52 yeah. of them on Facebook. God. One of the groups that was really amazing is called Autism Mother Support Group, which I'm one of their international admins. Ooh. Yes, I think I shared so much in that group that at a the point they added me on. Now, what I did was I'll use my iPad. I would take two minute video of yes behaviors and I'll post in the video. Sometimes it goes against their rules. So they, they would take off the video, bless certain portions of it and repost for me. And I remember some of the videos I was posting. Yeah, I didn't want any kind of clubs on her skin. Oh,
1: So she would be naked a
2: little bit. Yeah. Please, can you not open the gate again? Mm -hmm. So, she wanted to go naked all the time. And this was eight, nine years. The feel of clothes on her skin was unbearable. Again, autism comes with sensory issues. And you know what our senses are. No wonder some of our children are extremely picky eaters. Mm-hmm. Because even as you give them food, the taste, the smell, they can't cope with it. In that group, I was introduced to this simple brush. This is called Terra Pressure Brush, and one of the mothers quickly bought this and sent to me, and said, "Look, from, from here, from America, from America, oh this cost God. less than three dollars. But if I tell you what this did for me, you will not believe it." And in the group, they said, look, every day there's something we call sensory diet. Sensory diet is preparing your child, her brain to be able to accept the sensory impulse that we feel every day. The lights that are coming in, the 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 you know the 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 noise, the taste, everything children with autism can have some of these issues. So every day I'll just brush this around her skin just for 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes in the afternoon, 15 minutes in the evening. We did a period of six months. She was able to wear clothes. Oh, so I was learning so much. In fact, I was in every group. I was learning, <laughs> putting in questions, learning. Because you know something? In Ghana, I think it's a Ghanaian thing.
1: Hmm.
2: You know, even in Chi, Usua. They say, "Oh, very man, soon. in other words, you're not supposed to show, you know. I mean, yeah. your vulnerability, yeah. opening when mm-hmm. you cry. Elsewhere, when you start crying, they'll see it as therapy and give you maybe um a handkerchief or a tissue. Yes, and then tell oh. you
1: crying. They say, cry, cry it all out.
2: <laughs> yeah, but here, oh, they're a bit merry, man. soon. you know, we're penny, you know that kind of thing. So we bottle everything in instead of speaking out yeah. so no wonder there's so much or huge social stigma around parents like us who are raising children with any form of disability because our culture part of it has trained us to man up and show how brave you are yes. make people believe that everything is excellent well yes. but behind the scenes you are sinking yes that platform wow. gave me the opportunity to learn now just to cut long story short in that platform i was introduced to a program mm. and one of the mothers said look i am going to write you how to push them to get a scholarship mm. i was to pay a thousand five hundred dollars at the time i am not working how do i do that yeah. i pushed for it they said okay pay 700 i pushed they brought it to 500. I pushed again, they brought it to 200. I pushed again, they said, okay, you can attend the program. (laughs) My girl. Okay. Wow. So then I got my letter quickly, then I, I, I did my passport. I walked boldly to the American embassy, not because I had, I didn't have any referral letter. I didn't have any bank. You know, I just went, I said, look, if you give me the visa and I go, I would come back. <laughs> Who would believe you anyway? But it shows, it showed that part of me, my dad used to call it, he says, you have this stupid boldness. Mm. You know, I have this stupid boldness. And you know, sometimes, when you yourself mm. believe in your dreams and what you believe in, other people around you begin to buy into it. It is so important what you say, what you do. You know, profess it. Let people see that you believe it. I believe in myself first. Look, I sit here and I I see the kind of um, work Nanaya you know can do in the next ten years. I have in my head how her wedding is going to be. Oh my God! I'm beginning yes. to look at the kind of man. You understand?
1: Mm.
2: I'm one crazy mother. That no, believe that.
1: crazy dreamer. You're my. Anything is possible.
2: Amen. Meanwhile, we have thousand and one challenges. I am still, so, you know, helping. So, to cut long story short, I I got the visa. Again, I didn't have the ticket, and I went to Delta. At that time, the country director of Delta was Pakoshan. If any of the Delta people are listening to me, they know this story. I said, can you loan me, loan me the, the, the ticket? <laughs> Nobody does that. Nobody. The best oh you can God. do for me. Yes. The ticket is $1,200 a return ticket. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can give it to you for 800 I, said, I don't have the $800. said, well, that's the best we can do. We've given you almost 40% discount. Then I came back, did the fundraising, raised the 800 went back to pay. I went to America with $200 on me. I thought Massachusetts and JFK was like, you know, 30 minutes. <laughs> I mean not like know. eight hours. <laughs> the yellow taxi from... JFK to Manhattan finished my $200. Oh, my God.
1: Oh, my God. They didn't but tell you.
2: Yeah. I I, I was. I, and I remember I always showed that picture that the first time I walked through Grand Central in New York and it was, um, you know, the rush hours.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: And, and people were running up and even when you were walking to them to ask them, they were running. Oh, I like, oh, why? Is it raining? I said, "Why are you running away? It's a New Yorker spirit. (laughs) They said, wow. They were going to catch the train.
1: Yes. That's us. (laughs) We're New Yorkers.
2: (laughs) I went for the training. I came back. Wow. But three things I, I learned from that training. There were mothers from all over the world who had children like my daughter. So it means I haven't done anything wrong
1: come
2: on it's not my fault
1: yes
2: it happens to anyone yes. no matter your religion your social status yes. your color oh my god at least that reassured me that mm. it is not a ghanaian thing neither is it a bono thing. <laughs> it is not for myself it is even it's a, it's a medical condition sure. so yeah. I learned from this madness that love and patience Mm. has the power to transform every situation. If you are patient enough, and if you can love unconditionally, Mm. these two virtues have Mm. the power to transform the situations that people have given up. Look, 1% chance in every situation you find yourself, doesn't mean zero. So if you have 1% chance of talking, it is not zero. I am going to crap that 1%. That one percent. Is worth it. Ooh,
1: can someone hashtag that? That's hashtagable. 1% is not
2: it's zero. Not zero. It's Come on. Not. It's not. I may be sitting here. I do not have the money. I don't have this. I don't have that. But I am alive. I am strong. 100%. I can articulate. That is my 1%. Oh, that's 1%. I, 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 it is 100%. not zero. Mm. I may not be working in my dream uh, job now. Mm. My 1% is still there. It is not zero. So I came back. Then I started, you know, I learned so much. And then I came back. Then I started working on yes eye contact. I mm. started working on her ability to share own toys. I started working on her, you know, making simple basic requests. And then finally, I learned to manage my own expectation of myself and the people around me. Wow. Here I am with a child who needs my love, who needs my attention. I am not going to let anything distract me from giving her my very best. You can insult me I forgive you in advance. And this is something from my own. I I practice, and that's something I do. I call it advanced forgiveness. I've forgiven Zoe. I've forgiven Auntie Joyce. I've forgiven every Before you even think of hurting me, I have forgiven you in advance. Because I'm only giving 24 hours. My child needs so much within that 24 hours. I do not have the energy to be distracted. Neither can you take me away my focus? No. Hey. So okay. then I came back and I started teaching. But again, I needed a distraction-free place. Mm. And because we we're staying at a school compound, there was next to a, a, a building, there was a garage that was not being used. And you know, Zoe, I took pictures of all this. And it's in my book. I cleaned that garage and I got a an linoleum carpet mm-hmm. five years. I placed it there. I knew that if she falls up because she was very hyperactive, mm-hmm. she could hurt herself. So I I I went to where they sell the foam, the right. ash foam. Yeah. Ash foam. And then, yes. And then I got a foam under the carpet so oh, that man. you know when you, you you step on it, it gives you that feel. Should she sit or fall? She's not going to hurt herself. Then I started working on eye contact. Within six months, within that time, my daughter got potty trained. One, I was a present. How
1: was this?
2: This was at nine.
1: Oh, my God.
2: She got potty trained. That was a miracle. As we worked to get her more engaged with us, she began to eat by herself. Then she began to also wear her clothes without removing them. For me, those little those, things. Ah, oh, those were not meant, little.
1: Those were big wins.
2: They meant a lot for oh me. Oh, my God. And then because I was also managing my expectation, I'm sure this we may have to do this in two sessions probably. <laughs> oh, we're here for it. <laughs>
1: So- Please, yeah, let me tell you, though, Mama Mary, the comment section is blowing up so badly. <laughs> we couldn't stop to even acknowledge everyone. First of all, thank you all for coming. For those of you who have kind of crossed over from my journey with autism uh, from Mom Mary's page to uh, to my younger self to watch this. We want to say thank you for joining us and just keep the conversation going. But yes, you're right. We need this in two sessions for sure. But
2: yeah, <laughs> so, so then quickly, when I started, I I, I, I saw the changing thing. Within six months and I said, look, here I am, I am struggling mm-hmm. to get money to do other things. Why don't I extend this? with other parents. Mm. So within a week, I was private teaching other children in their house. Four of them. One of these four children is in UK now doing her degree. Are you
1: joking?
2: Yes. And the parents have been so grateful. The other three are doing so well. One, whenever I go into the parents' home, I let them know that I believe in your child, regardless of what you have learned about them. Two, I begin to tell them, begin to unlearn everything you know about your child and go on this new process and let's begin to take this child as an individual. What works for your child? What is their learning style? What are they attracted to? Mm-hmm. Like I told you, if you come to my room right now and maybe I could just switch the camera there right yes. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's obsessed with Yeah, I thought. How could I use this positively?
1: Mm.
2: I got um, a carpenter to create what we call, just a little closet, mm. And this was designed by me. Look here. This is a oh, little my God that I did for her, but this is also a shop for Nanaya. So <laughs> in this house, we're going to be selling, you know, her shoes. She's going to be getting points. If she wants to travel, then I want her to be able to use her waist. Oh, my And, and in God. addition to teaching her that so, I just made this this morning. You see here? I. I want, want
1: shoes.
2: Okay. I want shoe. Shoes. What kind of shoe do you want? I want brown shoe. So we are working on sentences right now. Using things that she loved. Zoe, when there's a will, there's a will. So I started teaching these parents. They started seeing progress. They started paying me some good money. Oh, within two years, <laughs> Within two years, I bought a small car. I bought Toyota bits from the savings I got from teaching in people's homes. Then I said, look, for me to be able to reach a lot of these parents, let me get a driver so that even as I sit in the car, I can be preparing my lessons. Then I started going. Within a period of one year, I could also employ somebody to teach them what I was doing with these kids so I could give them some of the sessions i saw it was going very well then i said no and for everybody who is listening these days young people you don't want to volunteer don't always look at the money volunteer your time to be an expertise in your area you need a vast experience from different places and so quickly in one of the instances there was a speed therapist who had opened a center and she was looking for a teacher to you know, oversee the center without offering me salary. I said, I'll do it. As long as my child will benefit and I can have the opportunity of you know, lacing with other parents. Because you know, right from the beginning, I can see my future. I can see ahead. I have my own strategic plan. I knew what I was doing, but I needed to start at step one. I needed to be taught. I needed to be schooled. I needed to understand the, you know, the... The the
1: The basics of it. The feelings.
2: The feelings. And all that these parents go through. And if our center is doing well right now, that we have so many children on our waiting list, Zoe, it is because instead of just providing therapy, we sit down with a parent and we look at what other ways can we support you. Do you have the right information to be able to talk to your, to your husband about it? Mm. Are you bringing your children on board? Who are your children's friends? Can we print some information for the siblings? Yes. Can we begin to project this child that people only see their autism in a, in a way that people will begin to see something good in this child before their disability? Now, as we begin to help these parents who want to learn about the ways and the things that they already know and want to force these children to fit in, we begin in a different new progress, different new way, different mm. new ideas. And so you see grandmother coming in when we have our meetings. You see the uh-huh. father coming in, in when Ghana. we have our meeting. In Ghana. What and I'm a so radical proud.
1: Thought and a radical
2: yes. I am oh so God. proud to share that in our meetings if you find 20 ladies you will find equally 20 men come on yes if you go on our facebook page and i say this with pride i say this oh, with I'm pride i'm so, the pride
1: too i'm like so proud
2: wow you know and and uh, as much as i want yeah it's not where i want her to be now mm-hmm. but trust me if there's anything that has come in my life that has pushed the best out of me as an individual, that has worked through me to bring the best in me, it is autism. So sometimes, from my own experience, I can also tell you that things that sometimes you think that has come into your life to bring you down. Even that person who said no to you was mm. a blessing in disguise. It is just that you are not looking at it with the right focus and lenses. Okay. Wow. The person that closed that door mm. helped you think outside your box. Yes. The person you thought insulted you and you got so angry. Trust me, all those arrows that was thrown at you They are life lessons. It's just that you did not look at them with the right
0: lens.
2: (laughs) I have seen people who knew me doing autism 12 years ago. They come back now. I'm doing the same thing with the same passion. And they come and say, you know. And the more you, you you know, you begin whatever you choose to do, you pay detailed attention to it. You're trying to solve problems. Not necessarily yet, the money is very good, trust me. We all work because we want the money. But the primary focus is how do I support these children? For instance, is there something I can do to help all these children who are not party trained? Mm. What can I do to help all these children who are not, you know, they are picky eaters? So the parent come, even though their children are not talking, but they came for three months. And at our center, the children are now open to different textures of food. How did we do it? Well, instead of sitting in the room on a table, we have a round table where even as you eat, you can get up and walk around. We'll follow you with the food. Oh we'll with you to eat. We'll take turns with you to eat. We'll play your everything that you need to do to get the children to connect with you you cannot work with a child who has attention deficit, whatever, without connecting with them. Find that thing that makes a change in them. And in these children, it could be a Lego, it could be a pencil. Those insignificant things. Learning doesn't take place only in the classroom. They say that if a child cannot learn in the way we teach, we must teach in a way that child can learn
1: come on Uh, can a producer just put that in the comment section i need to if a child cannot learn the way in
2: the way we teach we must teach in a way that child can learn there is a child at my center who will never go to the classroom but he's always staring at flowers i said fine it's okay let's sit near the flower can we begin to sing with the name of this flower can we plug one and put it in your head and say, you know, think along it. Can we connect with this child, with that particular thing, that child is so... Don't take it away from them. You fail in advance. Mm. See the good. Yes, like Doris said, see, see the good, good in every child. In every child. Yes. Autism has taken me to so many places. Autism mm. has brought the best in me. Autism has made me find my purpose in life. Wow. Of all the schools I went to, if there's one particular thing that has taught me the very best about life, it is autism. The
1: the school of autism, come on.
2: If there's one thing that has brought the best in me, (sighs) it is autism. But again, again, They say behind every child that makes the most progress is an active parent. Parenting is difficult from all angles, be it regular or neurotypical children. Mm. But we cannot fail our children. You love your child. The fact that I had Nanaya or I have Nanaya and she's on the autism spectrum does not change the love I have for her. Yes. My daughter is still the daughter I conceived 20 years ago. Autism, yes, might have come our way, but can I imagine. still love
1: it. Ma Mary, we have to take a moment to just reflect that she is 19. Guys, can you can you just think about that for a moment? She's 19.
2: 20 years, 20. She's, oh, my she's God. 20, 20 now.
1: She's 20 now. Last year, I remember that, oh my, she's 20. Yeah. Do you know what power that is? And she's the fact 20. That she can travel. Man, I saw her out here in New York and New Jersey. Let me tell you, with her bag <laughs> and her shoe, <laughs> Just enjoying life. Oh my God.
2: And, you know, Now it's easy when when I talk about it because I've gone through it all. But Zoe, there's nobody who has life figured out. Mm. You must hold on to faith as if it is your last thing. Auntie Joyce will tell you about me. She'll tell you, I don't give up.
1: Oh, yes.
2: (laughs) I do not give up, you know. know. If you're tired of me, I don't get tired. (laughs) I don't get tired of myself, so... You know, but as parents, as we grow, if your own existence is about yourself, it's about joy, it's about one person, then we haven't done much. Yeah. My dad would say, the person who plants a tree, knowing very well that he may never have the opportunity of sitting under its shade, is the person who has understood life. Come on you know you plant a tree you know very well by the time you get it you know so big with all the branches so people could sit that could be about it could take about 100 years you may not be here but you have understood life mm-hmm. in other words you are doing something so that the generation that will come after you will not have to reinvent the way mm-hmm. i went for a assessment, assessment when we we're in america And then, you know, this white lady sat there, did this, then started writing. I said, Wait a minute. What you are writing is not about, it's not my daughter. This is a new environment. The way you mention the words, she doesn't even understand it. She doesn't even get it. I say water. You are sitting here saying water. She doesn't (laughs) know what water water is. (laughs) So you can't take their zero. She knows water. Mm. If you give me the opportunity to sit there and teach me what to do, the results will be different you you asking her about dinosaurs, you asking her about um this and that. If you ask her about cats, goats, hen, meow, she knows. No. Alligator, she doesn't know alligator. Dinosaur, she doesn't know dinosaur. These are very foreign. Mm -hmm. But what am I trying to say? Until we begin to have our own. We
1: will sometimes. Yes.
2: Wow. So even when I can say can't we design something that will suit our own environment for assessment? Instead of looking at, you you know, you open the assessment and look at the pictures, and maybe 15 out of the 30 pictures are very foreign. Mm. But if there are a group of food and a child sees rice, they will know. <laughs> if my child sees broccoli, she doesn't know. She doesn't broccoli. know what
1: broccoli is.
2: Oh Sister, I'm going to <laughs> How do, you say How do you say I said broccoli. Because <laughs> I've broccoli. Okay?
1: Oh,
0: my God. Hmm.
2: So I think that life and the experiences we go through is shaping us. Yes. And it brings the best in us i tell my children all the time when you do something that is not right own up the moment you begin to shift blame you never learn you never learn you never learn and so my children have gone through a lot, and we didn't separate them from my when my daughter. You know, we did everything together. I was when we stopped to going to church, yes. yes. When we stopped going to church, it was not Wait, just me and uh, my, my church, because she will not sit down. You know, we we'll go there; she's all over the place. That noise was too much. You know, Ghanaian churches. Yes, I and, know and that. So we said, okay, we we'll form our own church. It was my husband, myself, my three children. We preach on Sundays, we sing, we dance, and then we come home. Wow. Improvisation, you know, bring the best out in you as a human being, as a person. And because my children have been through it all with us collectively as a family, I believe that I look at them now and I feel proud that we've done a good job. So maybe I may have to pause a little bit, and
1: I think mm-hmm. for the most part, actually, for all of the part, everyone here is just so in awe of you. I, I normally I would take time to read the comments, but I, I I can't I can't keep up. We we can't keep up today. You um, know, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Lady Juliet, I thought you were going to be gone in 30 minutes, but she's still here. (laughs) She said, We formed our own church solid. Um, Rita says, You have really done a good job. Renee says, original learning of things familiar to the immediate environment is necessary in order to get an accurate assessment of individuals with disabilities. Uh, someone had actually even posted, maybe the, the, the uh, Ministry of Education in Ghana should engage you uh, and no lie, pay her a lot of money, pay you a lot of money. No, sorry,
2: I, I don't have the credentials they're looking for. I don't have a degree. What are they
1: talking about? You,
2: I don't de- have a degree. But, but your degree I, is this. Oh, I, I don't know. Maybe I, 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 the room is out. Of. We've written six books, okay? My husband and I, we've looked at the curriculum, the new one. And we look at how can we... Because when it comes to special needs, there are no textbooks for, you know, a kind of curriculum for the individual children. So we look at learning styles. Some of these children are kinesthetic of learners. Movement works for them, oh okay? God. Yes, some of them are very photo, you know, what they see, it attracts a very visual. So how can we use all these different learning styles and write a book that takes into consideration? So if you look at the book that was written, we have the objective, then we have, you know, the strategies of how to, and parents can use, teachers can use, carers, caregivers, okay. So get to Keep yourself 30 minutes. Take everything that will be a distraction to you. Start with an item that the child loves. Come to their level. If you have to kneel down, kneel down. If you have to sit on the floor, sit on the floor. Be at a natural environment that the child will love. Now, what do you want to achieve? You're working on eye contact, okay? What does the child like? So we've written every step to step. Each page in that book gives you the focus or what we call the target, then it gives you the strategies, then it gives you how to do that. And whilst you are waiting for speed therapies and occupational therapies, there's a lot that we can do instead of waiting. You go for a speed therapy for one hour, you're going to pay hundred Ghana kind of cities. You can break that one hour into maybe 15, 10 minutes within the day, do something, get yourself involved. Oh my God. Nanaya, you can come. Don't worry. Let's come, her come.
1: Come, come, yes, come, Nanaya. Oh my God!
2: You understand that? I am teaching it so to understand. To the
1: books, Ma Mary. What happened to the six books? The ministry. Oh, the same.
2: Book. We are, we are, we are using it at the center for some time. You know, we call it the test period. You know, and then we're going to make it. We're working very closely with EPP books. Hmm. Yes. But I am um, I'm also going to be sharing the content with some of the other centers so they can print and use with their children for free. As you know, this is so important. We need to help each other. We need to help ourselves. So we've written the books. This morning there were a lot of ideas that were, you know, coming onto me. You know, mm-hmm. I just took a book and wrote each one down, involving grandparents, you know, and I noticed that. A lot of the young people, you know, we are so much achievement-oriented. Mm. Look, you can get all the money and you've lost your children. It doesn't mean? have to be autism. Yes. You come back, you hardly know your children. Please, I am not here, um, how do you say it, like blaming? No. Mm. But even as you go through, uh, I, I mean, all the academic, let's pause a little bit. The best time of my life was the time I spent with my mother. Ooh. And these days when I'm going through difficult challenges. I remember some of the, you know, times we spent together. It brings a lot of smiles to me. Give your children those memories. Cause... Give your children those memories. Wow. When my boy started going to school, before you leave my side, I'll just ask you to come stand in front of me, raise your two hands and I'll smell your armpit. <laughs> now when they are coming close to me, they'll say, Hey mommy, now we are young men, who we have girlfriends, don't come and smell. I said, Well, now you know how to take care of yourselves. But we say mm-hmm. these things and we smile. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Wow. Great, great moments with these children when they are young. Trust me, how I wish I've even spent more time with my boys.
1: Mm.
2: Not even when you call them, you don't even get them. You know, <laughs>
1: like that, children are like that. <laughs>
2: Yeah. But I can, you know, at a point, I said, ah, I've been so close with my boys. All of a sudden, it's like I'm losing them. I, I went to one lady and I said, Ah, it looks like my children are changing towards me. They said, No, Mary, they are not changing. They are at the peak of their lives. They are finding their own feet. You have given them the training, set them to make the right decision for themselves. Don't hold them back. And I said, Okay, but can we at least agree that? Throughout the week, you come once here and spend the night here and then go just once. Out of the seven days, I just want one. one. Family, the joy, the bond. Why would they grow up and deviate mm. from that training? It is not about just praying and praying and, 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 and strengthening them with the blood of keep them the training. It is equally How we have
1: misunderstood as- that statement, sprinkling yeah. the blood of Jesus. Oh, God. It is very
2: good. I'm not saying. But yes. keep in the training.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Build the foundation. Build the basis. I'm not a perfect parent. I have made a lot of mistakes.
1: Nobody. One
2: did. thing that I, we did, you know, as young couple when we, we, we had children initially was to have family time. The last Sunday of every month, Regardless of how busy, sick you are, you need to be at the family time. Wow. It's between 4 o'clock to 7, three hours. Daddy has to be there. I have to be there. That once a week, that day, I cook the best meal that they love. And my children love kebab, fried plantain, and jollof. Mm. So I make this the best way. How I know be accept- I'm coming for that. Kebab, fried
1: plantain, and jollof. <laughs>
2: Oh, I God love, you love it. So we we'll sit wow. and then we have candid conversation I say, you me. know in one of that meetings, my husband asks, "What are some of the things that we do as parents that you don't like? Oh, my second star started <laughs> So if we say it, are hmm, you not going to say that we don't respect? I said, no no, no, you know, we are very so, oh, Come on guys, tell us. And said, Daddy, you said it's not good to lie. And said, yes, lies are not good. My husband was a housemaster at Achimote School
0: mm. for many years. Wow.
2: Now, a lot of the times, you know how the boys in the house will come and knock at the door all the time. So sometimes he wants to sleep and the boys will come. So you tell my son to go, go and tell them that I'm not around. Or go and tell them I'm sleeping. And say, said, uh-huh. So you, you said lies are not good. They were like, yes, lies, it's not good. But you were not sleeping. You asked me to go and tell them that you were asleep. <laughs> then my husband said that, mm, you know, some lies, <laughs> you know, it's it, it said lie is lie. Oh, my When small or big. <laughs> then I said, okay, now that we know you are adults, we are not going to do any family time again. <laughs> you know, but... Oh, Children wow. will tell you. Another time, I think my, my other son, we said, okay, what do you want for your birthday? Then he says, a pen. Said, ah. a Who in your right sense of mind will ask for a pen? Not even a special pen. It's the regular, you know, pen. So I asked, <laughs> what's the, the, I mean, the, the, the rationale or the, the, the idea behind this pen, you ask, He said, in this house, Whenever I take somebody's pen, the way you insult—I <laughs> don't like have my own pen. pen. You know, wow. but I you know sometimes as as Canadian parents, you pass on certain comments mm-hmm. indirectly. You don't even know it hurts mm-hmm. your children. Mm-hmm. When what? you create these family times and opportunities for the children, they feel bored. Mm-hmm. You know, they feel very assertive. They are able to bring out the best in them and you know son i said okay i like the way you know you say things immanuel that's very good that's my son i think he may be on the spectrum probably he skipped the diagnosis wow. he doesn't
1: eat
2: meat he doesn't eat meat he says no you know so me, something's all right with him i'm still i'm here to you know he did chemistry and he did so well. He had second class but He was aiming for first class, and then we asked. So now that you you know you've done very well, your GPA is very good. We want you to go and do your master's. He says, "I, I, I want to be a pastor." <laughs> and that said, "Yes, you can still be a pastor. You can be a minister." Well. I don't know. I said, if it's a calling, we have nothing against you. Mm. If it's a calling, we have nothing against you. I think the strength I see in him is he loves to play, you know, mm. he loves to pray. Mm. He prays a lot. So he's yeah. one of our backbone in the family,
1: oh. you know.
2: Wow. Last night, all the three, goodness. all wow. my three boys were here last night. Throughout the night, we all came together to pray for the elder brother because he wants to go back to school. You know, after working for two years, he wants to go back to school. You there to seek the face of God. And we all came together to pray through the night, and then wow. they left this morning. So I'm going to pause here. I'm sure that
1: we as- could keep listening. There's a few people who, by normally around this time, they would have been off and they would go because they have to work, and then they would come back and watch. Today, they're all here still. And they're like, no, I can't leave. Someone, uh, Lady Juliet, she is in two meetings. (laughs) And
2: she has. Yes. So um,
1: Wow.
2: in conclusion, Mm. I would say that live each day with gratitude. Manage your expectations, especially now in this era we live in. Make time for family, for children. Money is good. Yes, it's excellent. But quality time spent with our children in their formative years, it's so, so, so important. Practice advanced forgiveness. Every challenge that you're going through right now, trust me, it is there to serve a purpose. It's not not happening for happening's sake. No way, my dear. No way. No way. There's a purpose why I met you. There's yes. a purpose why I'm, you know, we are sharing this. There's a purpose why I have to be here today. Yes. It's yes. for a purpose. And I hope that you've learned just one thing.
1: Oh, I've learned Thank now. Thank you now. very much. Many. And I just want
2: to also extend uh, an invitation to each one of you, please. No amount is too small. Yes. Support my foundation. Mm-hmm. Click Africa Foundation, we are doing amazing work. At the moment, we have over 100 children at the center, and they are doing amazing, yes. We have some of the children, about 40% of them paying nothing to receive the support. So we need you to hold our hands. The $1, the $2, the 100 cities, the 50 cities, please extend with. Support to us. Yes. Thank you very much. Oh, Thank you, Joy. Thank oh, you, everyone, for listening.
1: Mary, today you came for all of us, and you know, let me just reiterate. One, for those of us that live in in this part of the world, um, you can catch up with my Ma Mary and everything that she's doing at Clicks Foundation. It's actually clicksafricafoundation.org It's you know scrolling right there um, on the screens. Clicks. Africa Foundation. And next time my Ma Mary is here, because I saw in the comments, uh, producer already put there, my Ma Mary must come back and be one of our master story um, tellers. Uh, so when we confer on you a master storyteller, uh, that means you would come and actually teach storytelling. So that's a whole. I, I will. I will. <laughs> so I will. Let I will. me tell you guys please follow up. Uh, the other thing we want you to do, don't wait. Um, you can send, uh, for those of you who are here and are not able to do the Momo and all that, just send your donations uh, to hashtag TMYS7, hashtag TMYS7. And then we would just just put in the comment section for Clix Foundation or for Ma Mary or for uh, Manaya as long as we know that we would take all of those monies, we'll give it about a week or two, and whatever comes in, we will send it over to my Ma Mary. And for those of you who are, are able to just do it directly, please, 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 just do it directly. It is plus two three three two four four nine eight eight nine seven seven. Just you know, like she said, "Kitwa I hope I said that right. Kitwa Nothing is too little. $1, I'm, but me, I don't like saying $1, okay? The too little, let's start at $50, okay? $50, $100, 150 200 whatever. These days you can buy lunch with $25 and that's your lunch. Um, if you can give up your lunch to kind of make life a little easier for um, someone in the next generation that is living with uh, certain abilities that are not exactly matched like yours, that I believe would be a good $25 well-spent. So send anything, send anything. For some of you, I know you need to take time and pray, pray on it. Talk to your churches about them. I know a lot of you go to church, talk to your churches about them. Talk to random people and say, Hey, there's a foundation in Ghana that's doing incredible things. Uh, Now, when, um, when uh, the, Today's show was executive produced by Joyce Power Mukhtari, an incredible woman. Mm-hmm. And when she first mm-hmm. reached mm-hmm. out, I remember we told her uh, we don't fundraise unto my younger self at all. Now, if Ma Mary comes on and it becomes, it happens organically. We don't mind at all because she's doing an incredible job. Uh, we've done impromptu fundraisers on here, and all of them have gone well. Today, please do this one for me. Do it for Zoe and do it for Nanaya and do it for Ma Mary. I am begging of you. I, oh my God, the the comment section is blowing up. It's blowing up. I don't know which one to take, but yes, Uh, clicks. I I know my journey with autism is right here and you guys have put it, you've plugged it in. Nuita says, thank you, Ma Mary, and Zoe, and our own at Elsie Dixon. Yes, and this time around, yes, Linda, the cash app uh, that we want you to send it to, uh, Sumaya, can you put it up? Actually, let me do it myself. It is uh, hashtag, the letter T like Tom, the letter M like Mary, Y like yellow, S like Sam uh, or Sierra, and the number seven, T-M-Y-S-7. And please, in the uh, description, just put clicks Uh, Africa or Ma-Mary or Nanaya, we will understand what that is, okay? Thank you guys so very, very much for just hanging in here with us. Today we've had a consistent flow of audiences. All of you have been wonderful. I know Ma-Mary is also just, (laughs) she just has a power of (laughs) gripping you with her storytelling. And you know, in that vein, when we say that we're telling African stories, we're throwing light on our own stories. I like what Ma-Mary said. Uh, When they're doing these assessments, why won't we just use the things that are very, very familiar in our environment, right? So if you're African, why wouldn't you put your money where your heart is, right? So with that being said, we, to my younger self, we encourage you to um, support you know, all these platforms like We're Ghana. They're doing incredible things. Uh, Humanity Chats by Marji March. She comes on every Thursday. Um, Kua Designs, uh, Music for Your Quality Feet. I think they're actually having their um, their their UK fundraiser ball party thing uh, this weekend. So you definitely don't want to miss that if you are you happen to be in the UK. Wow, guys. Can I just say thank you so much? Somebody literally just sent us money oh my god my heart oh you guys are just incredible someone just sent us some donations for uh clicks for africa my my phone is blowing up i am so thankful i am so thankful i'm so thankful wow uh, anyway, M-Sims by Mabel Simpson, Avonzege uh, Bridal, Rile by Designs, coming out of um, Nyack, New York. She actually uh, repairs things and does incredible things. Keys and Credo, Horseman Shoes and Caveman Watches and all these other incredible uh, entrepreneurs that are springing out of Ghana and, of course, Africa as a whole. We do want to put our support there. OK, uh, there's nothing against all the other parts of the world but because we were born in africa for us always africa first we're here to tell our stories to invest in ourselves and to be better for each other i also want to take time out to say thank you to our donors the person that sent us the first donation uh, towards clicks foundation for africa or africa foundation we want to say thank you also um Auntie B of Exceptional Care, you're always supporting us. We want to say thank you. Uh, We want to say thank you to, um, um, my brain is doing a thing, guys. I apologize because I'm so, (laughs) but uh, Auntie Rose Machayo, I want to say thank you. Uh, Jane Fiorito, I want to say thank you. Auntie Araba, thank you. uh, Auntie Tilly, there's so many of you that is always supporting us. This time around though, for any support that you have been prompted to send to us. If you happen to be in Ghana, please, this month, send that donation to Ma Mary's Foundation. That's what we want. That will be our contribution. That's what we want. So if you're in Ghana and you send it, just say TMYs clicks, you know? Yeah, all right. We just want to say thank you. Um, the last thing I wanted to say was thank you to Joyce Mukhtari for curating this specially. Oh my God. Oh my God, she's a woman of her word. When she says she'll do something, she does it and she does it well. Very beautifully, no matter how busy she is. Auntie Joyce, I want to say thank you for making this happen and executive producing it. You did an incredible job. And thank you for thinking of us. Um, we're about to sign up next week. We have our roving storyteller, Noeki, who is back with us. So do not miss it. And the month of July, oh my God, your mind would blow what we're doing on here onto my younger self. Shh, it's a secret. <laughs> It's a secret. We won't tell you until we enter the month of July. But I see a lot of you are still commenting. I don't know what to do. We have to love you and leave you. We got to (laughs) go. We got to go. But Ma Mary, you will definitely come back.
2: I will. I will.
1: And this time when you come back, I want to hear how you wanted to be a nun. Because you were going to tell us that story. I will. (laughs) And all the other things. Man, she has stories for days. For days. Guys, thank you. Truly, we appreciate you. We're so glad that you took time to join us. My Mary, say something that you want us to close with.
2: Hmm. What else can I say? I, I just want to say thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to share. In a world where you can choose to be anything, Mm. Choose to be kind. Come on. In a world where you can choose to be anything, Mm. let us choose to be kind. The world needs kindness right now. Thank you. I love you all.
1: And we love you too, my Mary. Thank you so much. And with that, enjoy a beautiful Tuesday. Have a great week. And remember, forgive in advance. Forgive in advance. To my younger self, loves you. Zoe loves you. My Mary loves you. Bye.
0: What badger, did you get again? What a song. What badger, did you get again? What a song. What badger, again? What you again? What are shown? <imitation> Caja is Rakabaji, Caja Jupia, Sudan, kaja are shown? Caja Igujima, you know, what he me call now, So, so Timbuktu, Ghana, Malu, Sumangu, you know, what are shown? What are they? What Jetaki, no sumangu you know what to do